Day 221, day 234, when Joe promised he'd never abandon Americans, and he can. Look, Joe's over in Europe, NATO allies having their big meetings. And let, let, let me tell you what they're not going to do, what they ought to be doing. And, and by the way, the U.S. government has now formally declared that Russian uh, forces have, have committed war crimes in, uh, uh, in Ukraine. I'm like, okay, let's start with the obvious. The city of Mariupol, which we've been covering, has been decimated. How many more dead children do you need to see in the street to say that they're committing war crimes? How many more mass graves do you need to see? How many more hospitals and schools that are bombed out into oblivion do you need to see to come to that great, brilliant, genius conclusion? Yeah, no Adam Schiff. Uh, seriously, that, that that's their thing. We're going to have more sanctions on, on Russia. Let me tell you what they're not going to do. Joe Biden and NATO need to do two things here, and they're not going to do either one of them, especially Europe, but the United States also, uh, needs to provide the freedom-fighting Ukrainians, and no, they're not a perfect country, but they've been invaded by a guy who's indiscriminately killing innocent men, women, and children, following through his pursuit of territorial ambitions. There's no reason for Vladimir Putin to be doing this. They are not a member of NATO. Article 5 doesn't apply. I've been very clear. I remain clear. Not a single American boot ever on the ground. But with that said, now that the Ukrainians have shown, if given the right military equipment, and that would be drones, that would be javelins, that would be stingers. And Joe Biden never should have vetoed the MiGs that Poland wanted to give Ukraine. If Poland wants to give MiGs to Ukraine, give it to them. And any other country that wants to give them fighter jets, give them that too. And But what they're not going to do here are the two things that are necessary. They're not going to see the importance of the moment. And the moment right now is... While nobody's really paying attention, we are on this show, uh, the little country north of Ukraine is called Belarus. It is a satellite state of Russia. It is a puppet regime of Putin. And they're now amassing their forces and their military weaponry on the border. And by the way, they're a lot closer to Kiev of Ukraine. And obviously they plan on ratcheting up the conflict. Now, you can see it coming, just like after Delta. Remember, Joe Biden said, oh, we didn't see Omicron coming. Well, Joe, uh, you should have. A, B, Omicron 2 is not only coming, but it's here. It's in New York City, and it's going to make its way across the country. Um, so just a little heads up here. NATO needs, especially Europe. This is their backyard. Why has Poland been the most the most forceful of all these countries in helping the Ukrainian, helping Ukraine and the Ukrainian people out because they're probably next. And if it's not them, it's the Baltics, Estonia, uh, Latvia, Lithuania. Uh, Who knows the extent of the territorial ambitions of Putin if he's not stopped here? And, And the extent of our involvement should be the Reagan Doctrine. The Reagan doctrine is no American boots on the ground, but 
here, here's the weaponry. You go fight the invading Soviet army at the time, much stronger, more mightier than Putin's army, and not in terms of, of military technology at the time. But they provide, Reagan provided the Stinger missiles, and sure as hell, the Afghans fought back. The Mujahideen chased the former Soviet Union out, and they won that conflict. And that was because of the Reagan doctrine. It worked. The Trump doctrine, a little different because we have more sophisticated weaponry and new technologies that allow us to push buttons in Tampa, Florida. And when we push those buttons, guess what? We can pinpoint with pinpoint accuracy, hit any target pretty much anywhere on the face of the earth. Give them the drones, give them the javelins, give them the stingers, give them the MiGs if you have them, give them the fighter jets if you have them. Give them what they need to fight because they're about to get slaughtered. From the north, assuming that Belarus has any any type of significant military, there's only so many areas you can fight. So that's not going to happen. Now we're going to have all these 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 declarations. The U.S. now formally declares Russia Russian forces have committed, you know, uh, crimes against humanity. Uh, uh, what good does that do? Give them the weaponry. And the second thing that they're not going to do is come up with a really, really warp speed plan to wean all of our NATO and Western European allies off of Russia's energy. That means no more oil, no more gas coming from Russia into Europe, period. And that ought to be permanent. It's the thing that, you know, Donald Trump was warning about in 2017 when he beat verbally beat the hell out of the head of NATO in 2018, he said this very thing would happen, but nobody paid attention. And like we have climate, this climate alarmist, religious cult, new Green Deal, radical socialism, socialism and socialists in this country, well, Germany was dealing with the same idiots in their country. Now we find out that a lot of these radical environmental groups were being paid and funded by Russia for the very purpose that Russia would gain control over those countries because once you control their their energy source the lifeblood of the world's economy you control pretty much everything and that's what they did because prior to that Germ uh, Germany relied on nuclear power then their environmental activists fought back against it and then that pushed literally that coupled with Joe Biden's abandoning of energy independence and America being a net export of energy pushed our allies right into Putin's arms. And all of this money that he has, as long as he has the money, he gets to continue to pursue his territorial ambitions. We're talking, especially with oil prices as high as they are for a, for a barrel of oil, he is taking in billions and billions and billions of dollars. Yes, Canada, the U.S., not importing any oil from Russia is a good idea, but it's not enough. And the other thing that we've got to do, Joey, is he's got to stop talking to the world's tyrants that hate us. Up until the, the war went on for weeks before Joe finally put the sanction, no more imported Russian oil. But he's talking to the Iranian mullahs. He's talking about tens of billions of dollars that he's going to give these mullahs that chant death to America, death to Israel, that are pursuing nuclear capability and nuclear weapons, you marry that radicalism with nuclear technology and nuclear weapons, it could have the potential of a modern-day Holocaust. This convert-or-die, you know, 
madness that they buy into with those weapons makes this world about as unsafe as it's ever been. It's extraordinarily stupid, moronic, and dangerous. But that's what Joe is doing. That deal apparently includes, what, a $10 billion nuclear facility that Russia will build for Iran? Is Joe really that dumb? Is he that ignorant? Is he that stupid? What is wrong with these people? What, so we can import oil and help make Iran rich again? We now have uh, negotiations ongoing with Venezuela and that murdering dictator thug there. The opposition party of Venezuela is shocked, and they're like, don't do this. This this doesn't help us if you're making Maduro and, and Venezuela rich again. Then we'll have more hostilities from them. And begging OPEC is not working, Joe, because Saudi Arabia, all these countries, the United, the UAE, they hate your guts. They hate your guts because you're a moron dealing with the Iranians. I mean, it, it is th these are insane times that can have catastrophic results. Imagine a nuclear armed Iran and what they would do with the, those weapons, potentially with that sick, twisted you know, ideology. Why would you give billions of, of sanctioned monies that are literally handed over by lifting the sanctions? Give it to the Iranian mullahs? Let Russia broker this deal and China broker this deal? How stupid. You know, everyone used to get mad when Trump would say we're a stupid country. We're, we're, Joe is being stupid. This is it. This is a clear and present danger to the entire world. And we better get to plan B a lot faster. Plan B for us ought to be importing as much Canadian oil as we possibly can. We have the premier of Alberta saying that if we would have finished the Keystone XL pipeline, he says it would have been finished by now. We would now have 900,000 barrels of oil being brought into the U.S., Every single solitary day, you know, if we would not have put all these environmental restrictions and regulations on the oil, gas and coal industries, we would now not only be energy independent, uh, but yes, we would be able to supply the energy needs of our Western European allies. But of course, he's never going to backtrack and 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 take on the climate uh, religious cult alarmists in his own party, the New Green Deal Socialists. I mean, think about this. If we're energy independent, it doesn't matter what happens in the Straits of Hormuz. Donald Trump created that security for us. It doesn't matter what happens in the Middle East. Donald Trump created that security, except that we support our friend, the only democracy in the region, and that would be, of course, Israel. Donald Trump forged a relationship I never thought I'd see in my lifetime. Jordan, Egypt. Saudi, the Saudis, America, uh, Israel, the UAE, all of us, they were all in alignment together against Iranian hegemony. And we all worked together to stop the Iranians. You want to know why OPEC nations keep saying no to Joe? Because they're pissed off he's such an idiot. Because that is an existential threat against them, a nuclear-armed Iran. It's not complicated. Let Ukraine fight its battle, provide them the weaponry as fast as possible. You see what's happening on the border with Belarus. You know it's getting dramatically worse. You see the death, the carnage, the destruction. 
you know, bombed out apartment buildings, bombed out neighborhoods. Mariupol is literally leveled, like 90% of the city is gone. It's over. And we need to see more of these images. We'll show them to you tonight. You need to watch because a lot of people aren't paying attention to it. But NATO now needs to step up, provide the weaponry. But the way to defeat Vladimir Putin more than any other way is to cut him off financially. The way to do that is for Europe not to import a single barrel of oil or any natural gas from Russia ever again. That's it. That's game over. We win. Now, he wants to go nuclear. If he wants to use chemical, biological weapons, then that's a whole other issue. But you can't bubble and fizz at every Vladimir Putin threat. Uh, Europe, NATO, the U.S. needs to remind Vladimir Putin, you know, it's like the scene in Gladiator. At my command, we will unleash hell. If Putin pulls this crap, you bomb, you level Moscow. Level it. If that's if he goes there, we're going to have to do it anyway. I don't think he'll go there. If he does, the world better be ready to respond. Is Joey ready? I don't even think Joey knows today's Wednesday. That's pretty scary. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. All right, 25 to the top of the hour. Uh, we'll get into this later. Dr. Oz will check in with us today. Uh, Jen Psaki, not on this trip to uh, Brussels testing positive for covid now for the second time hillary clinton tested positive says she has mild symptoms uh, has anyone thought about telling them about monoclonal antibodies because especially you know hillary's older uh, i do wish them the best i don't wish this on anybody um it's uh i've seen the worst of this is not good but i will tell you it is now that look at jen saki's case for example fully vaccinated and the booster and a previous infection and she gets covid a second time now why is it we never hear joe or fauci or the cdc or walensky or the nih why do they never talk about monoclonal antibodies why did they run it why did they run out of tests over christmas why is there a shortage of monoclonal antibodies Remember, Joe said when Omicron first came on the scene, oh, uh, we, we this took us by surprise. We didn't see it coming. Well, Omicron 2, Joe, is coming. It's already in the Northeast. It's all over New York City. The cases are rising dramatically every single day. Uh, so you might want to, and I, and I hope Gladstone Klein-Smith is producing enough citrovimab, which is a monoclonal antibody that Joe and, and Fauci and Jen and and the CDC and the NIH never talk about. Here's the point. You want to talk about not following science? We're now at the point where fully vaccinated people, fully boosted people, people with previous infections of COVID are getting it a second time. So the science would tell you, oh, okay, um, I guess the vaccine is not preventing the transmission of the virus and and even people that had it and are fully vaccinated and boosted, they they can get it and then they can give it to other people too. Uh, maybe we ought to focus on therapeutics and saving the lives of people. Can I, can I give an analogy for one second? I'm interrupting. Right, I apologize. Go right ahead. You are interrupting. But go ahead. I, I'm, I am interrupting. I don't normally do that. I normally ask, but I have an analogy that I think can provide some clarity to people because we all love our pets, right? 
Right. So if I take my my dog, and I saw I saw this on I, I forget the guy's name, but I saw it on his account, and I thought this is really a good analogy. If I take my dog to the doctor and Your he dog. gets the rabies shot, my dog wins. The dog with the rabies shot. Go ahead. <laughs> if I take him and I take him to the to the doctor and I get him the rabies shot, okay? okay. And then he gets bit by a squirrel or a rat or whatever. Okay. And then he gets rabies. Rabies. Do I take him back and get him another rabies shot and another rabies shot and another rabies no. shot? I'm no, just asking get, the question. No, the question would be you would treat the dog for the rabies that your dog got. Correct. That's the answer. Right. Correct. I'm, I'm amazing. I'm not even a veteran. Vet, the rabies booster? I, I'm thinking I'll that I'm not going to go for that. I'll get into this later with Dr. Oz, but I'm just telling everybody. Another Joey, you know, you didn't see Omicron coming. Omicron 2.0 is coming. In case... In case you're interested, and it's the B, if you want the official name, Omicron BA.2, it's coming. It's all over Europe, and it's following its typical pattern. Now it's coming through the U.S., and it's all over New York City right now as we speak. So where are the monoclonal antibody centers in New York? They have them down in Florida, and they shut them down, then they reopened them, and, and get the Citrovimab so you can save lives. That's where the focus, that's where the science takes us, Joe, for all you stupid people out there that only know one more. Get the shot. Get another shot. Get another shot. Get a fourth shot. Now they're talking about the fourth shot. Let me get back to Ukraine for a second. There's a video. I saw it on Mediaite. It's a media website of Ukrainians. They're working their asses off, packing a truck and building what looked like a bunker. Um, and they're rocking out to Bon Jovi's, uh, li- I think it was it living on a prayer or it's my life. It's my life. Yeah. It's my life. Now or never. Not going to live forever. It's my life. I mean, it just, it was so cool to watch this thing on uh, Mediaite. I'm like, that's their anthem song right now. Because the, this this is what NATO's not going to do. They need to urgently give the Ukrainians that have shown incredible resiliency, courage, valor on the battlefield, give them the weaponry. They will fight their own fight. You can charge charge them for it. Give it to them. Get it to them. We'll get paid later. If there's a country left, if you look at Mariupol, there's no there's no city left. At what point does your you know, does the human conscience? And I'm very clear, no boots on the ground. So all of you idiots out there that are lying about me, I'm saying no boots on the ground. Reagan doctrine with Afghanistan, the Mujahideen, Stinger missiles, Reagan doctrine, freedom fighters, Contra rebels against the Sandinistas and Daniel Ortega. Providing weapons, no boots on the ground. There's your answer. It's not any more complicated than that. And I'm going to say one other thing here. 
you know, it's oh, what 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 if what if Vladimir starts a cyber attack? What what if Vladimir? We, they're not ruling out the use of nuclear weapons, Hannity. What do we do? Um, they, they might use chemical and biological weapons, Hannity. What are you going to do? That's that answer is for Joe and for NATO countries, because if it impacts a NATO country, Article Five says an attack on one is an attack on all. I hope it doesn't come to that, and I'm hoping an armed insurgency and the courage of people like Zelensky. Uh, my guess is, and I pray to God I'm wrong, they, they've got these assassination squads that put Putin has sent into Ukraine just to kill Zelensky. And he's bravely been out in the field with fighters defending his country. And he's not cowering, and he's not hiding in a bunker, and he didn't get on a private jet with millions of dollars in currency, gold, precious metals, and and duck and dive away from his country. They've shown a valor, resiliency, a strength, and a willingness to fight. Now, the free world, if you have a conscience and a soul, and you look at dead women and children in the street, and mass graves, and hospitals targeted, and schools targeted, and entire cities obliterated, at some point, maybe you ought to say, we need a sense of urgency and get them the weaponry so they can win this fight. But that's not going to happen. Well, we're going to put more sanctions on, and the U.S. government formally declares Russia a war criminal. But that, that's meaningless crap. Words, words, words. They mean nothing. Give them what they need to fight. It's called the Reagan Doctrine. Look it up. Now, on economic issues. Well, first of all, Joe's polling is, you know, the only thing that he's, he polled on a positive side, he's down to 40% in one poll, 42 in another, in low, in the mid-30s in most polls. The only thing he was, um, had a higher approval rate, his response to COVID. I mean, his response to COVID. Are you kidding? This is the idiot that ran out of COVID tests over Christmas. Did everyone forget? This is the idiot that didn't. Didn't even mention monoclonal antibodies until he talked about the vaccine mandate. And he's been never mentioned it since. The one therapeutic that everybody agrees works the best, the gold standard. You know, but he's upside down on the environment, foreign affairs, situation with Russia, energy policy, the economy. Robert Cahaley from Trafalgar, him and Matt Towery were on TV with me last night, said, people look back right now. They have buyer's remorse after nominating Biden. And there are things about Trump that made people uncomfortable, but Biden's policies are making their families' lives unbearable. And it's shown in his poll numbers, and there's a lot of buyer's remorse out there. And, you know, his party's going to take quite a nice little lick in the midterms, and there ought to be a great concern because nothing seems to be going well and everything they're doing seems to be out of whack. They screwed up on tests and monoclonals and therapeutics. They screwed up on the border. We've covered that in great detail. They screwed up abandoning energy independence and being a net exporter of energy. They screwed up the economy, 40-year high of inflation, long before Vladimir invaded Ukraine. So they're just lying and using that as an excuse for everything. Uh, they screwed up what they did in Afghanistan. They're screwing up. They're not urgent enough in terms of, of offering support. You know, these declarative statements that, that the idiocy that was Kamala Harris giggling hysterically with the president of Poland is beyond my comprehension. Just like she's talking about things like 
Well, Ukraine is a country in Europe and Russia is a neighboring country. It's a bigger country. And Russia did a very bad thing. They invaded Ukraine. I'm like, okay, are we talking to first graders here? Maybe second grade. I don't know. Maybe if you're in a public school, maybe it's fourth grade. Can't be any worse than that. But he's upside down on all of it. And now he's talking about a new world order. What, where we kiss the ass of Maduro, a murdering thug dictator in Venezuela? We're going to kiss the asses of those mullahs in Iran with their sick, twisted, convert-or-die ideology and, and give them tens of billions of dollars, allow Russia to build a nuclear facility, and then import oil and make, make Iran rich again? How st- Oh, it is so frustrating. Kamala Harris, I mean, and then you got the third in line, Nancy, another disaster. Well, the Federal Reserve Chairman, Jerome Powell, remember, it's transitory inflation. Now he's saying that, warning that the Biden inflation could last well past the 2024 election. As the magnitude and persistence of the uh, increase in inflation become increasingly clear over the second half of last year, and as the job market recovery accelerated beyond expectations, uh, I believe these policy actions over the... Uh, those to come will bring inflation down to near 2% over the next three years. Oh, my gosh. Average price of gas in Los Angeles. Congratulations, KEIB listeners. Over $6 a, be- uh, a gallon of gas average. Congratulations. You're the highest right now. One top U.S. banker urging Biden to install a Marshall Plan to boost U.S. energy production. You know who did it? J.P. Morgan Chase CEO, hardly a conservative, Jamie Dimon, telling Biden that the White House needs to create a Marshall Plan to develop more domestic gas and other energy resources. You know who was the first to do it? Yeah, that innovator, oh, that's right, Elon Musk, who has, of course, Tesla electric vehicles. Not in his best interest, but he said, extraordinary measures needed in extraordinary times. We need to produce uh, more energy and more gas as soon as possible. Unbelievable. Oh, by the way, China rejected the call to expel Russia from the upcoming G20 event. Gee, what a shock. You know what You know what? China's getting out of this? They're getting a take Taiwan free card from Russia, and they're also getting cheap energy from Russia uh, because they're so supportive. And God only knows what other deals are going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. You know, the, the quid pro quo to enrich Russia is part of the deal with Iran. They get to build a $10 million billion nuclear facility. Venezuela's opposition party pressing the U.S. to stop considering oil imports from Venezuela. Can't believe, this, this, this is so bad. I can't even wrap my arms around how bad it is. There was a Lawrence Summers. He's not a dummy. He worked in the Obama administration. He says the probability the Fed successfully engineers a soft landing is unlikely. He's warning the inflation outlook is beyond grim, urging the Fed to move faster on rate hikes. And he says, I think the inflation outlook is pretty grim. Um, he said it at the Economic Club of New York, not a place not, not a place that I would ever go to or be invited to. Yeah, I hear the time. I know the time, Ethan. I've been doing the show for a while. Labor Department reported earlier this month, you know, we, we got 7.9% CPI. Yeah, that's a 40-year inflation high. $6 a gallon on average in gasoline, Los Angeles, uh, and more to follow. And they've been telling, oh, this is transitory. Well, 
The guy that's been right the whole time on the left has been Lawrence Summers. He's the only one that's been right. No, that's not true. There's another Biden guy that was right also. Uh, we'll get to the issue of uh, Judge Jackson. Uh, it's more visual. We'll show it on TV tonight. I want to remind you, though, 